Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks. Just like you! Uh, achievement unlocked! So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm! <laughs> yeah! This is Russ, Xbox Live Gamertag, Toaster360. I'm here with my bald and beautiful brother, Steve, a.k.a. Xbox Live, Steveovich. Hi. Oh, I didn't know we had the Joker in our midst. Very nice. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode two. Episode dos. We just got through the the agonizing labor, and uh, we just we we have a beautiful baby in the, the shape of joygasm. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just these really proud parents over here. Mm-hmm. Little sore, but happy. A little bit clamped. A little bit clamped. A little bit clamped. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we actually got through the first ep- episode. It was a lot of fun, and we were able to kind of talk a little bit about ourselves from a kind of a, a child rearing perspective of how we kind of got into this wonderful world of gaming and that sort of thing. Um, I think we're just going to kind of keep on going here, see what's going on. We're going to nurse it to health. We're going to see what we're going to do. So, Steve. Yes. How you doing? I'm good, Russ. I'm good. I got some stuff in my mind. No. But, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be here. It's good uh-huh. to be with you. Uh-huh. Because you are a handsome man. Oh, thank you. Thank Indeed. you. <clears throat> I will go so far as to say you are adorable. Oh. Oh. So sweet. Indeed. Indeed. Glucose. Glucose. <laughs> I'm a diabetic in here. I <laughs> uh, can't get too much sugar. Anyway, um, so the last episode we were kind of focusing on on gaming most, most of the time here. And so today we're going to pivot and actually have a focus on movies. But before we get to that, I need to take... A sip of some uh, high-quality H2O. <clears throat> Ethos, if you will. I'm sure everyone loved to hear that. Oh, <clears throat> crystal clear goodness. Oh, My goodness. <clears throat> Man. <laughs> I didn't get any water. <laughs> What's the matter, son? A little parched? <sighs> Movies, Russ. Oh, movies. Movies. Oh, you know what? Actually, yes. we need to talk about what we played recently. What well, have you been up to? Well, I'll tell you. What I'd like to start playing is um, is that the, the Battlefield. Because I bought it 
And we, I just played it in the beginning. You just played it in the beginning. And the sound is great, and the game's awesome, but Overwatch, just like I was saying in the last episode, has been taking over my life. I haven't been playing Battlefield, but... Overwatch. Uh, that's all I've played. Um, Overwatch and uh, Clash of Clans won both wars. Oh, snap. I, sh- I need to say both wars because I... I have I'm in two different clans, which is you know again that, that's nothing uncommon. I think other people do the same thing. Was it a full on war or was it like just a little skirmish? No, it was a yeah no, definitely not a skirmish. Did you leave everything on the battlefield, Steve? I left it all on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. I hope you gave a Braveheart style roar at the end of it. I did mm-hmm. only to myself. No one else could hear, but <laughs> yeah, that's what this is for, though. Oh. Well, the game I've been playing recently is Horizon Zero Dawn for PS4, mm. and love the game. It is absolutely gorgeous. I just cannot get enough of that. It's like one of those games, the more I play it, the more I enjoy it. And the gameplay mechanics are great. It, uh, I really love the cyborgs in it, just all of the, the different types of creatures I'm coming in contact with. So remind me on the story, because I, I, I've only watched a little bit of it. Okay. So... I mean, I get, I get where the people are. That you know, the machines are kind of taking over. Mm-hmm. How do the machines, or, or maybe this hasn't been explained yet, but how do the machines know to create like all this dinosaur stuff? Well, unfortunately, I haven't gotten that far in the plot. Mm. I'm still making my way through it. But um, no answer to my question. Then. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I'm about as uh, useful as a poopy flavored lollipop in that one, Steve. <laughs> Uh, but I can say though, I mean, I'm, I'm, as I'm making my way, I'm being introduced to new creatures. Like I mentioned earlier, the story is starting to kind of crack open little by little. It's, it's, it's kind of like an onion has layers to it. It's kind of going, it's taking its time, which is great. I'm getting used to all of the different types of weapons that I'm, I'm getting and, uh, just enjoying the, the the map. Actually the overhead map, I know, I think you've watched me play that game a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. The overhead map is actually really a, a cool approach to just what your typical, you know, topography map would look like. It has kind of a, a sweet kind of 3D-ish style, that sort of thing. But okay. anyway, love going through all the different uh, night and day scenarios, the weather effect changes, all that kind of stuff. And just, uh, you know, becoming more one with my bow. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting bows and arrows to steal mechanized dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. It's different. It's creative. I'll give it that. Oh, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Good. I'm going to be enjoying that for some time. But that's kind of what I've been playing recently. Most of my time has been spent, over the last two days anyway, actually kind of getting Joygasm up and running through our podcast. Which, oh, by the by. By the by. By the by. By the by. I received an email from Apple, <gasps> and they said that our podcast has been <gasps> approved. 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 So, real excited about that. And um, yeah, I actually did a little screen grab. Apparently, only I have access to it, but it should be coming up here probably in like. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be up. Uh, uh, very good point, Steve. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> so, yeah, I took uh, a couple of pictures since uh, you haven't had a chance to see it. So, so he, Steve, has not seen any of this stuff yet. <clears throat> Show it over here, guys. So, I'll uh, pass my phone over to you. Here's okay. what 
it looks like. Man, your brightness like turned all the way up. <laughs> Here! My eyes! Okay. Sweet. Got everything there in all of its glory. So it's, you know, it's a big step. It's a baby step, but it's a big step. And just seeing that, it's like, all right. I, uh, I was victorious in figuring out just how to get through the barriers of entry and getting the podcast up uh, to iTunes. That's a big step, Russ. I would say that's a big step. I have another one here for you. Here's the, the picture of it, what it looks like when you're actually uh, listening to when you're playing okay. it. Okay. So. Yeah. Nice. And like little, the dot on the J. Yeah. Oh, we got a text from Brad. Ah, uh, good old Brad. Brad. <clears throat> I th- Brad is going to be probably one of our dedicated correspondents to the show because Bradley... He's really smart. He's <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy who like plays nonstop. I mean, uh, what I th- I think one time when you were over, we were uh, grilling steaks or something outside, and we had him on the phone, and I asked him what his Xbox gamer score was, and it just blew me away because it was like one hundred fifty thousand or something like that. I think it was like one hundred thirty-two thousand, something like yeah, somewhere right around there. I mean, six digits, basically like. Take what my gamer score is, and then you add on like a hundred thousand gamer score points, and that's where he is. I mean, the guy, and that's just for Xbox. The guy has like every system, and he just he just plays and plays and plays. I mean, it's just it's impressive. It's uh, it's it's very impressive. It makes my nipples hard. But uh, you know, we I think uh, it's gonna be fun to have him on the show in the the near future. Get some uh, some insight and whatnot. He had, kind of has his own finger posts on the uh, industry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, had to share that with you because... And, well, you know, I had to share with all you, too. All you people out there listening. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Which is right now, nobody. But. No, nobody. Exactly. <laughs> we shall continue talking to ourselves in the lonely darkness. Yes. Um. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway, let us move on to... The movie news. How about that? You like movies. <laughs> uh, I like movies. <laughs> I like that. Oh, the Joker came back real briefly again. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look at the articles. Uh, it look okay. Star Wars. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Big uh, staple. Right. Amongst the clan of us. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine got a release date. December? Nope. November? It, no. Okay, I'm at, I'm at what? It's May 24th of 2019. Oh, well, oh, oh yeah, okay. Is that, oh, that's kind of a long time ow, away. Ow. That's kind of, okay. Well, well it's, it's episode nine. Episode nine, Steve. But then, well, didn't they release uh, The Force Awakens and then Rogue One like a year later? Yeah, they've been doing like a Star Wars movie release each year. And... You know, like like this year, for instance, episode eight will in fact be released in December. That's probably what you're thinking about is episode eight, which is the Last Jedi, Star oh. Wars episode eight, the Last Jedi. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the film itself for episode nine will be directed and co-written by Colin Trevorrow, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, but yeah. In addition to having The Last Jedi coming out, they also have, I don't know if you've heard about this yet, they have a Han Solo spinoff movie that they're working on. 
Uh, yeah, I, I did hear about that. You did hear about that. I did that, but that's but don't ask me any questions, kids. All I did was hear about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tuck that back in a uh, brain fold. Oh, well, actually, let me ask you this. Okay, riddle me this, Steve. Oh boy. Uh, what are your thoughts on actually the having a Han Solo spinoff movie? Because Apparently, it's supposed to take place back when Han Solo was younger. So you're not going to have Harrison Ford reprising his role. You're, they're they're going to have another actor. And they I know that they had some sort of headline earlier on about who that person was, and I just don't know who that is because I'm lame. Um, no, I'm 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 curious. Um, I mean, Han Solo definitely had history with Java mm-hmm. beforehand, and, and all we saw was. Uh, episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and there was already stuff that happened. So, I mean, Disney's going to milk this either which way they can, but there's definitely a way to milk it uh, for a story because there, there's something there. Um, I'm just going to say, I what I what I hope they don't do is just slap something together and throw it out there because there's a lot of, and I've said this to you before, mm-hmm. there's a lot of diehard Star Wars fans out there who like all the characters, not just Luke Skywalker, but they like Han Solo, they like Leia. I mean, and they when they know. Oh, here. Yeah, I'll pause. Okay. Oh, excuse me. I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, and I'm I, just gonna drink this really, really slowly. I'm trying to finish the thought. Oh, I'm sorry. So. Uh, now I gotta rub my eyeball, did you? Um. So anyway, kid grief. <laughs> I want the story. Pink eye will do it to you. I don't have pink eye. Well, I was probably very loud. Sorry about that. Yelling at all you guys in the car. So, I, I do want it to be a fan-based film, not something they slap together, uh, you know, and 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 make it kind of PC. I, you know, I don't want that. I just want an uh, an artistic, vision-filled Star Wars. I mean, it doesn't even have to have Luke Skywalker. And it could be all Han Solo, but it exists in the Star Wars galaxy, and so therefore it should have that episode four, five, and six feel. That's what I miss mm-hmm. out of all the all the latest Star Wars. I miss that that all the art artistry that the core episodes had. Mm-hmm. So as long as they do that, they got my money, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've often thought about if they were to have other Star Wars movies come out that take place kind of around the, the same vein as 4, 5, and 6, or perhaps um, a little bit later, and they needed to do like a Han Solo spinoff. Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt would be a pretty good Han Solo if they ever needed to do like a reboot or mm. not necessarily a reboot, but just, I, I don't know. I, I have a, a I very d- heart shaped image of Chris Pratt. I, I got a man crush on, on Chris Pratt, but I don't think he'd make a good Han Solo. He's not, he's not, um, I mean, he's entertaining to watch, but I, I don't think he has that gruff, uh, kind of marble, how can I say it? Marble man, you know, feel, look to him sort of thing. Um, well, Harrison Ford has like that that kind of exclusive quality about right. him. Where I, I don't know if I would go so far as to say Marlboro Man, but like I know what you're saying. He has that rugged, yeah, uh, feel to him. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I mean that 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 character. But they have to base it on the Harrison Ford because they're not going to recreate four, five, and six. Oh, I mean, there Han is Solo no replacing is, Harrison right. Ford. Han Solo is Han Solo, so they can't go. Okay, well that was Harrison Ford. This is going to be a brand new Han Solo because again, it's going to take away from. 
those episodes, the magic of those episodes. Mm-hmm. So whoever that is has to know the Harrison Ford character and bring it to a younger version of Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they have re- um, come up with a release date for that or not uh, for, the, for the Han Solo spinoff movie. But I, would, I will definitely be keeping a sharp eye on the horizon. Two eyes. Oh, as long as I could spare them. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Uh, uh, yeah. So another little tidbit of news regarding the, the whole Star Wars world is that the Last Jedi costumes, you know, the, from the movie, uh-huh. have been revealed via a bonus image for Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh huh. So, um, which will then be released on the internet because whoever's going to get it is going to put it out. Of there course, so everybody's going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's up there now. You can oh, go up well, there. Okay. I guess GameStop Ireland had posted the new costumes and all their glory, and uh, yeah, I, I actually I took a look at it. They I think IGN posted it too, and so I, I took a little gander. And actually, their their costumes look pretty sweet. They've got like you know a little bit more of the kind of evolving maturity between both uh no more earth tones dark ro- robes well you <laughs> <I> just <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't uh, discount that steve right right uh but the big thing about it is that uh you can tell that there there is a a noticeable transitionary visual element to both of their costumes both kylo ren and ray so um yeah, I thought that was that was definitely worth mentioning. If you get a chance, check it out because I actually really do dig the costumes. Also, you know the title, "The Last Jedi." Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there has been some talk, some coffee talk, some chatter, some chatter, a little bit of chatter here and there yeah. on the uh, the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that means is, like, it, do they mean it's plural, like like it's just the last of all the Jedi? Is it just one Jedi in particular? Uh, what what is the meaning behind the title Star Wars: The Last mm. Jedi? And apparently, the Last Jedi title refers to Luke Skywalker, according to the film's director and writer, mm-hmm. of course, Ryan Johnson. Right. So uh, it is singular, not plural. Mm-hmm. And another little tidbit is that Ray's parents oh, apparently course. are going to be revealed in Episode Eight, coming out this year in December, as you so. Eloquently thought that episode nine was going to be right. <clears throat> My question is, he has a question you'll see. Okay, so Luke had to get his training, which he was already too old, and then Yoda died, and there hasn't been any new Jedi's since. There has just been Jedi's in the past. Mm-hmm. So Ray obviously possesses the 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 abilities to uh, use the Force. But she still needs the training, of which she's still too old. But where is she going to get the training? I mean, she hasn't been to Dagobah. I don't even think she knows about Dagobah. Yoda's gone. Ben's gone. Anakin's gone. And then it's only Luke. So, I mean, Luke might be able to do it, but she still has to kind of harness the the abilities to use the Force, not just attempt at attempt at using it whenever. You mm. know, that's my question. So, so your question is, who's going to train her? Yeah. Well... There's always opportunity for new characters to be introduced. and But also, I mean, you can't discount Luke Skywalker. I mean, Luke is... The man? Well, I mean, it's just... <laughs> uh, I actually have uh, a bit of a thought process on 
Luke versus Ray in terms of just the characters themselves. But I'll answer your question first. I think that they're probably going to allude to something. Like one of the things that's been widely speculated is that um, Luke has had some sort of Jedi Academy that he um, was was doing in between Episode Seven, or excuse me, six and seven, and as a result there may have been some things that have happened. Like some people think are, are hypothesizing that perhaps Kylo Ren used to be a student of Luke Skywalker's at his Jedi Academy that he formed. Things went awry and there may have been some sort of devastating attack that has occurred that caused Luke to kind of go into hiding because he felt personally responsible for, for what was happening. That's just one theory. There, there actually are quite a few theories overall. I hope they haven't hashed out. I hope they're not running by the seat of their pants. No, no, no. I... I honestly think that they've well, George, you know, Mr. George, George. hey, Georgie, uh, he actually wrote a treatment for seven, eight, and nine. Oh man, it's got to be good. It's got to be. Oh good. man, one, two, and three were amazing. Oh, it's gonna be great. Oh, good grief. Um, <laughs> Is George Jar coming back? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Weezy, Weezy. Uh, but no, just in terms of the the treatment itself, I think that they are um, taking that into consideration as they're doing seven, eight, nine. Obviously, that they, they are are kind of going off the, the beaten path as well, and, and do, you know applying a lot of their own ideology into it. Um, but as a whole, though, there are several different theories as to what could happen, and and that's part of what the fun going to see episode eight and episode nine, just kind of see the plot line uh, unravel for us and that sort of thing. Um, I'm actually really curious too about who Ray's parents are. That's been another fun kind of topic of conversation, but unfortunately I don't really have anything worth talking about, so I'm not going to really get into it at this point. <clears throat> Although they have to be well-versed in, in all areas, galaxy, pilotry, shooter, fighting, you know, survivalist stuff, because Ray was a character that kind of was a, uh, I don't know, multifaceted, skilled warrior of everything Star Wars, all of a sudden when she just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to open up Pandora's box here. And I'm going to reach inside. Oh, snap. And I'm going to pull out something that uh, <laughs> is... It's something that I notice as a kind of a comparison. It's just a comparison. And I don't, this is not meant to piss anybody off or anything like that. It's just something that I'm noticing. And I actually, the first time I had a thought about this, I actually watched somebody talk about this on YouTube. So I cannot claim this as something that it was just purely me. Mm. It's, that's not. That's it's not correct at all. Okay. Um, but after having watched this guy do this analysis, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was just a, that was very much a, a whoa kind of moment. But he, he compared Luke Skywalker's character to Ray's character in terms of just how the characters played out. Now, granted, we've only seen Ray in one movie. Right. So it's a little difficult to see like what they're going to do, but just, let's just base it off of what we know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, he was going on talking about how um, when you watch the original trilogy, episodes, episodes four, five, and six, the character Luke is a flawed character. If you stop to think about it, he can't do anything right. Right. I mean, he fails at just about everything. Right. You know, if, if he's if he's at the 
at the bar, he he can't you know talk people down if he's um, kind of socially awkward. He, well, yeah, he's he's socially awkward, kind of a whiny guy. Yeah, he you know he's unable to to save his friends. His friends have to actually save him on Cloud City. Um, if he's right, you know, even even when he's facing the Emperor, he fails. Like he fails at everything. Like literally, the only thing that he really did right was on the on the Death Star when he like was able to, to shoot, you know, fire his proton torpedoes into the Death Star. Um, but if you think about everything else that he did. He actually ended up relying or having to rely on other people to bail oh, him out. I mean, even his own father just took pity on him when the emperor right. was was killing him. Right. So the cool thing about that, and I'm I'm saying that as not a bad thing at all. I'm saying that's actually a really really great storytelling method because I, as a viewer, can identify with him. Of course, because I'm human. Right. And. We humans are not perfect. We make mistakes. We screw up all the time. It's just it's something that that's just a part of our nature. Uh, but that's okay because we're all like that. And seeing a character as as flawed as that, just you know, everyone who who can't identify with them, right? You know? Well, I, okay, go ahead. So just to wrap it up, like with with Ray, it was it was the complete opposite. I mean, with watching Ray on screen. She could do no wrong. Right. I mean, everything, whether it was handling herself against uh, thugs who were trying to mug her um, toward the beginning of the film, to her being able to scale up and down star destroyers that had crash landed with no problem, to being able to miraculously operate the Millennium Falcon, to being able to use mind tricks um, on Daniel Craig, who was the stormtrooper in the scene, which I think is brilliant. But, I mean, just seeing that she was able to do that, or be able to pull the lightsaber from the snow when right. she's fighting Kylo Ren. Right. Just because she's heard of the Force. Well, that's the thing. It's like all of these different things that when we watch Luke, I mean, it took Luke to, to until the second film to be able to just pull a lightsaber out of the snow, you know, when he was hanging upside down on Hoth. Right. So when it comes to that, that's that's where I begin to, to get a, a little bit of a distance between my attachment to the character of Ray because I want to see her mess up. What is her vice? What right. is something that she's weak at? That's I mean, her. even even when Kylo Ren, who's had Sith training, mm-hmm. he's had some some level of it, and, and possibly even like like Jedi training as well. We don't know, right. but but the point is that he's had some some training on it, where she has had none, and she's able to keep, like you know force him back out of her mind. You know when, when he's invading her mind and torturing mm-hmm. her that way, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I mean, every single scene that I think, oh, okay, she's going to struggle. There's really no struggle. Right. And so my hope is, moving forward, is that we will be able to see some sort of, of character flaw, some some sort of um, imperfection that's there. Um, because otherwise, it just, dare I say, it almost seems like pandering and towards um, kind of the sexes, where it's like, because she's a girl, they, they make her as invulnerable as possible. And I mean, I absolutely love the character. I love the actress who they have. I think the whole concept is fabulous, but I don't want them to patronize the audience. I want them to be able to, to have some, some real dicey situations and perhaps, you know, forcing her character to have to rely on the help of others. Right. Or something to that effect. Well, I think it's also, uh, she has to have some mistakes in order to pick herself back up, dust herself off, and and continue moving forward. Because 
what Luke did is, yeah, he, he was a flawed character. He was whiny and, and couldn't do much on his own. But you saw his struggle and you saw his courage and you saw his will to overcome. And it was because he had the, the heart to continue to do the right thing and the courageous thing um, that kept pushing him forward. So, yeah, man, no one wants to mess up, but messing up is, is okay because you learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, Ray... You have valuable lessons as a result. Yeah, you have, I mean, how much did he mature from all of episode one and then all of episode... I mean, he, right. these are tremendous building blocks yeah. versus Ray, who... Um, I mean, she's, she's already learned everything before, and then here she's displaying everything she's learned. And, I mean, what what that even though that's cool, yeah. in a way, it's not as cool as identifying with a character and going, yeah, I've been there. You know, I can identify with that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even as even, even though I'm a guy, I could still identify with a female character if she's kind of gone through some of the similar life experiences that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. But um, having all, mastered all, every single skill... Pretty much, um, you know, I, I can't identify it. There's there's a tremendous separation there. Everybody, there's yeah. tremendous separation. I think for a lot of folks. Yeah, and I and not to say that that, she, that we've seen her master every kind of Jedi skill out there, um, because there, there are clearly cer- certain ones that we have not seen. But just I felt like there was just a lot. It, it was almost as if like yeah, because we had already seen these different Force abilities in the past. They kind of just wanted to sprinkle them in there and just do these things. And I just I don't know. I I would have liked to have seen a bit more of a history. Well, no, more of like a a, a journey for her mm-hmm. where she has to earn her abilities as opposed to just like, oh, well, I can just do that. Like fine, like I would I would say if they were to pick just one one thing, one or maybe two. Like like do like do the 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 scene where he's violating her mind you know he's going in he's causing pain that kind of thing and have that where she has the ability to like push him out as a result of her body reacting really from a tribal core primal kind of way you know like like when your body is at the point of of breaking or or you just you know you reach down deep down inside and you you pull out something that you didn't even know existed adrenaline kind of yeah yeah yeah. i think that that would be really really cool like that kind of scene could stay in because then at that point we're like whoa okay she she's got the force i mean like the force is is strong with this one (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah we'll have to see what happens i and uh i don't mean to be too critical of it um as I really did enjoy the film, and then uh, I'm just a huge Star Wars nut in general. So, <clears throat> gotta have critiques, gotta be a little critical here and there. Well, there's obviously a lot of time that has passed between um, the last time we see Luke Skywalker into um, The Force Awakens because he's aged quite a bit. So, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on there. What I hope uh, Disney doesn't do is go, okay, here's a movie forward, here's a movie back, here's a movie forward, here's a movie back, and so we're constantly shifting back and forth, you know, through the timeline versus expanding it out, you know what I mean? Because how do you kind of keep track of the chronology of the whole entire story? You know, or if you're a first-time viewer getting into Star Wars, you know, is someone going to say, okay, you have to start with episode three, because that's where it's really good, and then you have to go to episode, you know, and then go four, all right, excuse me, start with four, five, six, and then go back to one, and then now you're going <laughs> to... That's going to be confusing. Well, I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem just because 
George got the pre- George. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Lucas. George. Um, he already took care of, of the prequels of Episode One, Two, and Three, and really, I think though, in the world of Star Wars, Disney will, with with the main storyline, they will continue to march forward. I think that um, if they decide to do other films that take place in different parts of where where the various episodes landed, I think that's going to be okay. I for one actually like that. I I like the idea where like okay yeah you have your your core episodes that are going on that that you know kind of drive the the main canon forward, mm-hmm. but then like like Rogue One was awesome. I mean I loved how they did a film where they went back mm-hmm. and it was just you know right before episode four it was kind of like you know episode between episode three and episode four more leaning toward the four but that was just fantastic to have a revisiting of just how the stormtroopers look seeing the death troopers for the first time seeing how the at ats had like a new version of, of their armor or i should say an older version that we didn't know about before um and all the characters, you know, seeing a lot of the the beloved characters from the original episode four, you know, flying in their X wings and then so on and so forth. Um, I personally really enjoyed that. I thought that was great because um, I just have a very uh, sentimental reaction of, an, of a nostalgia when I see those types of uh, costumes and those characters and that sort of thing. So, well, okay then. Uh huh. But that's what makes these things kind of interesting, is being able to hash it out. No! <laughs> hash it out. So, yeah, moving right along. Logan. I you haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. You haven't seen it yet. I took my wife on a date. Oh! Yeah, we decided to go check it out. And well, you picked the most romantic movie out there. Right? I know. <laughs> I did warn her ahead of time. I was just like, okay, do you realize this is not going to be a typical Wolverine movie? This is like rated R. He's kind of a fatherly figure to this girl, okay? So so it's okay? Yeah. It's a couple's film, you know? And mom and dad can go see it? Yeah, no, it, it, but you've got to see it. It's seriously one of... I would say it's... It's, cl- it? it's close to Deadpool. It, I'm trying. It's it's close to Deadpool in the sense of like how much I enjoyed it. I mean, for those that are listening, Deadpool is seriously one of my absolute favorite comic book movies. And can be a couple's movie. Yes. Yes, it can. <laughs> yeah. um, I but, saw it on Valentine's Day. I'm just saying that's why it's a couple's movie. Did you see it with your girlfriend? I did. Oh. Very yeah. nice. So with Logan... They are actually going to be re-releasing the film back in the theaters, but get this, it's going to be in black and white. And that's going to be good? Yes. After after seeing the film, I mean, the film in its original color version was, was great too, but I mean, I'm pumped for that because the, the style that they shot it in will lend itself really well to a black and white because the film itself is, is almost like a Western. Okay. Um, just kind of that, that tragedy type of tone that's in there um very much very unforgiven-esque in a way uh so yeah i'm looking forward to that and so may 16th is when that's going to come out and i believe i'm going to go see it in fact oh boy steve yes man would you like to go see logan oh, i'd love to go with your brother i would love to go oh wow uh, yeah that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking you know, the wifey went with me, saw it the first time. She's probably not going to be interested in seeing it again, which uh, 
it's time for a little bro time. Bro date! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, moving right along. Yes. Did you ever see the movie Unbreakable? Yes. You did? Okay. Yes. Unbreakable 2 has been announced. Okay. Which I'm really pumped about because... I don't know about you, but I liked Unbreakable. Didn't didn't Mr. Uh, Glass break at the end? No, no, no. I mean, during the film, like he had, you know, a, a a falling episode where, like, you know, he he did break some bones, that sort of thing. But at the end, no, he like walked away. Like at the end, he had his whole monologue to Bruce Willis's character, um, just about, you know. How he's like how Bruce Willis is like the the good guy and the antithesis to him who's the bad guy and Bruce Willis was just absolutely shocked about just the revelation that that Mr. Glass had. I so watch. it's been a while. I gotta watch it again. I remember oh, I, I dude, do remember him so falling smack dab on his booty. Yeah, and I thought, okay, he's done. <laughs> um, <laughs> on to the next villain. Good grief! All I wanted had to do was fall down. Well, honestly, that was one of the, my favorite roles that Samuel L. Jackson had, did, yeah. had done. Yeah. Because typically, I mean, it's Samuel L. Jackson has his style that permeates a lot He's, of the films, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Love me some Samuel L. Jackson. But it's kind of like Samuel L. Jackson and, like, everything. Yeah, but in Unbreakable, I didn't think that was the case. Like, it was very much a different role for him. Right. And I liked, yeah. I liked the, the whole fragility aspect yeah. to the character, that sort of thing. And But also just, you know, you combine right. that with the uh, the kind of frightening intelligence of what classic comic book antagonists would have or villains would have. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to that. Br- both Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson are going to reprise their roles. Oh. And I didn't know this, but did you see the movie Split? That no. came out recently? No. no. Okay. So M. Night... Um, yeah, I've given up trying to pronounce it. I, I know I'm going to just say it wrong. Uh, but anyway, apparently Split was actually kind of a Suedo sequel to Unbreakable. Like, like it's kind of like this ongoing thing. And actually, the, the sequel of, of Unbreakable 2, I think he said the title is going to be called Glass. Hmm. So it's pretty interesting. I never saw Split. Everybody I talked to said actually it was it was a really good film. Uh, but he was talking about how he has had this idea of merging, you know, Unbreakable with Split into this glass thing for two decades. I guess it's it's been kind of like this ongoing thing he's had in his head, and he just hadn't had a chance to get around to it because he had other films he wanted to explore. So. Uh, the release date for that particular film currently is January 18th of 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's a little ways off, <clears throat> but we'll definitely have to check that out too. Um, finally, last but not least, a little article that I found on IGN. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the movie, has already earned... Oh, here it comes. $101 million internationally. Yeah. So we're not even counting the good old US of A yet. I mean, that, that's that's domestic when that hits up. I mean, that that's crazy. I had no idea that this film had as much appeal or mass appeal as it apparently does. Doesn't it come out tonight? Isn't there a midnight showing? Tonight. Because a friend of mine said on Facebook that he was going to go see it. Well, 
I don't know. I I have a I want to say no just because the film is supposed to release domestically on May fifth, oh. and they probably will have preview nights on May third and May fourth. But I I mean don't quote that as like the the end yeah. all be all because right. there may be certain special engagements or something like that. Definitely going to be seeing that one in the theater. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you listened to the soundtrack yet? No, I purposefully have not. I want to be and and surprised. Watch the movie. Hear the soundtrack, everything for the first time. I don't want to know anything. This is beyond the previews. How it's going to be. How it's going to be. How it's going to be. How. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> so, anyway, that's about all the little cherry picking I did for the various movie headlines and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's pretty lively, I would say. There's quite a bit that's going on. Well, yeah, and anyway, for. The next couple of years. I'm, what about right now? Beyond Guardians of the Galaxy, what's coming up like you know later in the year? Later in the year. Well, Pir- the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie is coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I believe that mm-hmm. might be. When is that? Is that this month or next month? Uh, I don't think it's going to be either. I'm going to use my good old friend Google and finding out. Google. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, release date May 26th. So this month. There we go. I was I was wrong. <laughs> have you seen the trailer for it? Yes, I have. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Okay. <clears throat> now I'm sitting across from you, so I'm gonna breathe that in. Take a drink of water. How about that? Oh, oh. Take a drink of water. Oh yeah, water. <clears throat> Get my glass here. You wish you had some water, don't you? I bet you're real thirsty. I bet you're parched. Getting a little dry throat action here. A little little cotton mouth? Yeah. Yeah. You don't mind if I spit in your water, do you? Oh! So you said you did see the trailer? I did. Oh. What did you think of the villain? Well, Russ, that's the thing. Because, (laughs) um... uh, I, I... I watched it a couple times. It's been a while. It's been like a couple of months since I've seen it. Um, I don't remember much of the villain. Uh, I remember he killed a couple guys and he looked serious. And then, oh, here's the trailer again. But um, I, beyond that, sorry, I uh, <laughs> my thoughts on the villain have escaped me, Russ. <laughs> oh, well, okay, so... The guy who plays the villain, his his name is Javier Bardem. Oh, that's right. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be dissing, Mr. Javier. 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 Um, no, he actually is one of my favorite actors for playing villains. Have you seen No, no Country for Old Men? No, I haven't. Oh. Oh. You need to watch that, Steve. I will need to check my Blu-ray collection and see if I have it. But even if I don't, I mean, it's it's probably available on uh, Xbox Marketplace or Netflix. Netflix, maybe Amazon. I don't know if you have Amazon. Do you have Amazon Prime? Uh, yes. <laughs> Indirectly, I do. Yes. That sounded like a resounding <laughs> maybe. I can get Amazon Prime. I know people who do. Oh. 
and I can watch it over there. Well, you know, I have Amazon Prime here. So perhaps if you'd like to watch it with <gasps> your brother mm. for another bro date. Ah, oh, snap. Man, I can see a little pattern emerging here. Uh, you're welcome to do that. But anyway, he plays just this like deliciously despicable villain in No Country for Old Men. It's really good. Okay. How about James Bond? Have you been following the Daniel Craig James uh, Bond? I did watch, uh, what was it? Um, the one with the, yes, I have been following the Daniel Craig. I did watch the other one recently. It was, uh, what was the little, the little spidery thing on there? The was Spectre, right? What was it called? Um... I can end it for you. What the heck am I hearing? What in tarnation? Are, are you hearing this? I can hear something. What? I, I don't know where these come from, Dave. What the? What? You, oh, what, what who? Who, who is going on? I, I don't get this. That? Oh no! It's repeating again. I don't know where this is coming from. I think it's Texas. It's just it's starting to come in. I don't know where this is coming from, folks. This is not my fault. We're having some technical difficulties and we're being hacked by rednecks, apparently. <laughs> I don't want to bring the indoors outdoors. What? Where? I don't know where this is coming from, Stevie. That was, that seriously, I don't know where that came from. Is that peculiar? <laughs> I have oh, no what? idea where that came from. Like, dude. is your phone going off? Because my phone's definitely not going off. <laughs> my phone's over there. It's silenced. I can hear it through like the head your your headphones, but I couldn't hear. It. I'm like, what is that coming from? <laughs> anyway, uh, back on track. So. Um, we now return to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Get out of here, you heel bitter! Uh, Spectre was the last one because that was released in 2015 and I just saw that one uh, not too long ago. And I like that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still... I have no idea where that came from. That was really funny. It was kind of... Okay. Okay. Was that an ad that caught, that popped up? I don't know. I had my, uh, my Chrome here and it was just chilling. So maybe... <laughs> Uh, I don't, but he, there wasn't even anything there. There was no. There was no punchline. There was. It was just. <laughs> okay. All right. That's guerrilla marketing right there. Yes, seriously. Doing a podcast and someone starts advertising on your live podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> Man. Uh, I. Uh, I'm. I'm a little. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what that. I don't. I don't know. We'll let that one go. We'll let that one go. Okay. Moving right along. So I did. I, w I did want to mention something that is back in the gaming news, that is Blizzard related. Oh. So if you recall, <laughs> you all right? I'm trying to grab you my okay? back over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blizzard related. Blizzard related. So, if you recall, the last podcast episode... No, I don't recall anything of the last podcast episode. I didn't think so. You yeah. never listened! <laughs> um, we talked about how Blizzard announced that Overwatch had 30 million players. Yeah. Oh, that was 30 million. Million. 
millions and millions, tens of millions. So they came out again recently and talked about how I'm, I, I never say this right either. It's like it's either Hearthstone, or Hearthstone. Uh, I think it's Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah. You can do it. Don your uh, don your Scottish goodness there, Steve. Uh, Hearthstone. Yeah, something like that. So uh, they came out and they said that Hearthstone has more than seventy million players. Good gosh. Yeah. Yeah, the game had passed 30 million players back in 2015. So in just two years' time, less than two years, the game has more than doubled its player base. And that's just insane. I Actually, that was one of the, the games I have not tried out from Blizzard. Uh, I think I'd actually enjoy it, come to think of it, because I really enjoyed... <laughs> I'm trying to search for it on i on uh, the App Store, and I got I'm not getting any data. Come on, Wi-Fi. You gotta hold your phone a certain way. You gotta tilt it. <laughs> gotta... Oh, like, like this? Yeah. Tilt it what direction, bud? <laughs> um, Do a little seance. Just try and get it to work. Anyway, when I was playing Witcher, I really enjoyed Gwent. The Witcher. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Okay, go. It never gets old. I love that. Uh, anyway. Uh, when I played Gwent, as you as you know, but they don't know, I was just really, really into it. I At first, I sucked at it terribly. I, I just lost every Gwent match. I'm like, this sucks. This is stupid. I don't like it. This sucks. This is stupid. <laughs> Actually, I did the same thing. And then finally, like, I sat down. I'm like, okay. No more pride. No more ego. Teach me. And so I sat down and started watching and just I just got my butt kicked over and over and but I start assumed to wow I let's try the grammar again <clears throat> I tried to get better and better by just just trial and error and pretty soon I figured it out and now I can't get enough of it I absolutely love it I was actually lucky enough to get onto the Gwent beta testing and have been able to play some of it but I would like to return to it and continue playing more but Apparently, Hearthstone, Hearthstone, is very similar to that. I think that they, they their gameplay mechanics are a little different than what's going on. But um, yeah, that that is one game that I would like to try out. I definitely like the art style. Yeah, I've had plant uh, friends who have uh, played it quite a bit, stayed up late, and uh, they swear by the game. And um, have actually gotten in trouble at their jobs because of the game. Uh oh. Um, and if I can get uh, any sort of data or Wi-Fi to work on my phone, I can I, I can update you with uh, how many people have downloaded it off the uh, App Store. But uh, that's going to be uh, TBD for now, because uh, all I can tell you is that the phone is loading. Are you connected to Wi-Fi? Uh, I was connected to Wi-Fi, and then I switched off to uh, LTE data. And uh, nothing changed, so I'm gonna go back to Wi-Fi and see uh, what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I think that what uh, we're gonna go ahead and sign off as a result of that, because you know, you gotta have your Wi-Fi. You gotta be able to do what you gotta do. If you don't have data, you don't have anything at all. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning back in here. We hope to see you guys again in the very next episode. And until then, happy gaming and goodbye.